If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to almost two years of Throttled Adventures. Yeah. Or is this, is this that? No. This is the, well, could one be. More. Oh, one more. Such a tease. <laughs> one more. One more episode. There's uh, one more episode. This one will be the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So next I week's hope episode. Getting hungry. Be, yeah. Next week's episode will be Black Friday. All right. Or Dark Gray Friday. I hope when the next episode comes out, <laughs> or Lack of White Friday, however you want to word it. I don't know. For I'm in Netley. Can't even remember <laughs> what a word means. Now you look it up in the dictionary, and then your neighbor tells you that's not really what it means. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> dirty Sanchez and the Dusty li- Dirty Lizard. Yeah, I'd rather have a Dusty Lizard. So, do you remember Kindergarten Cop? Mm-hmm. It's not a tuna. Yeah. So, my oldest sent me a meme. This may be appropriate or not appropriate, but we're rated for mature audiences. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, she sent me a clip, and it said, yeah, how to offend people these days, I think was the thing on it. And then it was the clip of the little boy standing up. Boys have a penis, and girls have a vagina. And the class laughs. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> it was. But yes. That little boy is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Those uncomfortable moments when your children do crazy stuff and embarrass you in front of other people, right? <laughs> so now as an adult, I get to do it to my children. That's the payback. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so today we're going to talk a little bit about. Well, why I don't again, I don't know why we. I know why you got to do it so that I'm not lost. (laughs) Why do you? Why do you travel? Yeah, why do you travel? Are you not uh, Cody in particular? Why? Why do you, the listener, travel? Yeah, I know why I travel. Our experiences on, or our thoughts on. Uh, why we travel, Cody and I are very different. Um, yeah, kind of polar opposites a little bit in the things. That, so we're gonna disagree and argue, and well, not argue, but no arguing. Not argue. We're going to disagree and debate uh, the different points of each now, other's why and wants. Now, to be fair, this is something Chappie likes to do. What? He's got he's got a leg up on me. You like to debate. You probably enjoyed I debate do. class. I'd never had debate class because if I, I did, I probably would have ended up being a lawyer. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. If I ever get in real trouble and our homeless though. lawyer dude is not able, to, his phone's disconnected. I'll be calling you. <laughs> yeah, it's well. Hey, I can always check with Rocket Lawyer and see if what they do. <laughs> They still send me in stupid emails. 
Oh boy. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons. Send one back. Yeah. Send one back. Hey, somebody suing our podcast. What can you do for us? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It says the plaintiff is Cody. What the fuck? (laughs) Get on that rocket, you lawyer. Yeah, get on the rocket. On the Um, rocket. Reminds me of when we, I can't remember if it was Desert Storm, one of our wars. There was a picture of the military and they, they were like drawing with chalk or whatever on the missiles. Let's say uh, Saddam. Hello, Saddam, or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that was Desert. Was it? Desert was it? Shield was the one where we went to protect Kuwait. Yeah. I'm losing and track. Desert I'm Storm was the one where we went in and got, got Saddam out. I just remember that because it was like I was sloughing a lot of school back then, and it was televised. A lot of it was televised, so... I was probably, I was probably paving the way for the legalization of marijuana at that point when I was sixteen, <laughs> and uh, watching watching the war. I don't know what that did for my. Is it psyche, legal in Utah? It is not. Like if you have a medical card, it is. Ah, see here in yeah. Massachusetts, you can just want to do it and go to the store and get it. Yeah, I think uh, Colorado. Gotta go is to the, the weed same. store. Yeah, so uh, we may or may not have participated in that industry when we went to Disneyland. <laughs> in that industry? Yeah. You uh, may actually, or may they will not bring partake it. when you come visit me. In California, I heard a rumor Uh-oh. that uh, they actually bring it to our, I mean, your hotel. <laughs> to our, I mean, your You can hotel. order pizza, and you can order a puffer or gummy or whatever they do. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So it really was the happiest it's place expensive. on earth. <laughs> That's why the happy cows are in California. Yeah. It's all that California grass. <laughs> yep. And maybe that's why you travel. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Travel people. to get the weed. I well, know there's I was... New Yorkers, Connecticut, Vermonters here. They all yeah, come they and come get there. their weed. That's how Colorado is around us. Everybody goes to Colorado to get it. Yep. And you know what? That's not a bad trade-off because Colorado is absolutely beautiful. I know, but I'd be afraid of getting caught crossing the state lines because that just jacks the... I found a way around that. Don't cross the line? I went with somebody. I won't name them because they might get in trouble, but they wanted some. And, uh, well, I just fired it up right there in the truck while we were in Colorado and... They didn't think I would do that, but I didn't want to cross state lines with no evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I promote drugs. I really, I really. Do you have any weed on you? Only in my system. (laughs) (laughs) Do I look like I'm sprouting weed? (laughs) I always wanted to make a pipe. This is a motorcycle podcast. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm trying to make you full dad, but. We're trying That's to loosen funny. everybody up so we can brainwash you, kind of like my uh, rally experience. Rally? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Somebody next to us in camp was smoking. Anyway. Yeah, serious stuff. But yeah, I always wanted to make a pipe. I do see said, a microphone going towards your head. Oh, boy. Watch no out red for the ball, money though. shot. No red ball. Oh, did you get that? <laughs> On the pipe, I wanted to put, you know, they got weed be gone. We'd be gone. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to put that on a pipe. I thought that would <laughs> I thought that would That's sell funny. like hotcakes. But why do you travel? I mean, now to get back on topic, kind of. When I was a kid, mm. we wanted when I say we, the crowd I ran with, wanted to travel to Amsterdam because you could do whatever you wanted legally there. So Yeah. I I've heard heard about that, yeah. They have like brownies and stuff like that. You got to be careful which ones you select out of the. Out yeah, of the they could d- be dispensaries. happy brownies or. <laughs> well, they have that here now, so I mean, that's crazy. I don't have to travel to Amsterdam. We got it right here in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. All 
all the mass holes are mass holes because they're freaking high. Well, why are you such a <laughs> mass hole? If you're high, you should be they're happy. All high. I thought if it was legal and you did that, again, I'm not promoting it, but shouldn't you be a happy camper? Oh, they're they're happy. They're just two stupid things. That was that was the name of the place in Colorado, if I recall. Stupid happy things. No, oh, <laughs> I think I got a sticker. I was like, "This is too cool." Stupid <laughs> things. We gotta go into that store. Yeah. God, I I got all sorts of inventions for stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's so funny. Uh so why do you travel? Um, and I guess especially. Like for this podcast, um, why do you travel motorcycle on a motorcycle? Yeah, um, I don't know. I my love of motorcycles came from my uncle, my uncle Jim, who I got to spend a week with when I went to visit my mom. And God, I didn't realize how much I missed hanging around with him because he's so funny. How old were you when you? Went to visit him. I was little. He's he is. I want to say twelve years older than me. So he was kind of my de facto older brother. Looked up to him. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always had motorcycles, and he would give us rides around the yard and stuff. And, you know, I just that's where my love of motorcycles came from. And when my grandfather got me and my brother a. Uh, uh, Briggs and Stratton mini bike. <laughs> nice. For those of you that don't know what, what those are, it was basically a rigid frame, uh, motorcycle type thing with a gas tank on it and, uh, lawnmower wheels and, uh, a motor that you had to pull start. And yeah. the, thro- the throttle was just like this metal, like, thumb thing that you would squeeze to the handlebars and that would make it go kind of like a snowmobile throttle, but uh, it was made out of metal and your hand would have like marks on it because we would ride it so much. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have indentations um, and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So like, it's cool. So you were pretty young when you. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I want to say I was like seven or eight when we got the mini bike and then we got a motorcycle. So yeah, I was, I was really young. Um, but my, my grandparents were awesome. I mean, one of us would ride the ride on lawnmower around the yard. Gas was like freaking 30 cents a gallon. So it was like for less than a dollar, we could ride the lawnmower around all weekend and the mini bike and we would play freaking chase me of course the mini bike was faster than the lawnmower but the lawnmower would pop a wheelie and the mini bike wouldn't it would <laughs> oh yeah you just dropped the clutch on the lawnmower oh boy <laughs> i hope you disengage the blade <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry <Wah>. little bro <laughs> yeah didn't mean to get you <laughs> but yeah so the love of motorcycles and the the feeling of the freedom that you get uh, it's just so young that, you know, being able to travel on a motorcycle. I mean, I never really, I really thought about going on long distance travel until 2019. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been on motorcycles and ridden them, but it just, the, that first BMW just opened up a new world to me. And it's like, fuck, why did I wait so long? Yeah, that's. I kind of went through that because I didn't really even start for real riding motorcycles till I was like 42. I mean, I had like a Honda Rebel and then, a, you know, off and on, but pretty much my mom forbid motorcycles. She hated them. Uh, so my friends had little 50s, I think they were, you know, when I was yep. young. And sometimes we'd sneak over and try and get on those, but if I got caught, I'd probably had well, they'd have tanned my hide. <laughs> well, it's it's funny. My mom was against motorcycles, too, because of the same person that got me into the motorcycles. 
my, my well, my uncle was a wild child. Ah, you think yes. you think you're a bad boy? <laughs> he used to like whoever was on the back. Their job was if they saw a cop to reach back and fold the license plate up. <laughs> hey, it's kind of like when I drive 70. my truck. It's yeah, kind of well, like well, when I drive my truck. We're talking seventies, <laughs> you know. So the 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 passenger would reach back and fold yeah. the license plate up so they couldn't get the license plate number. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. On my bike, if it ever does expire, you know, and I don't have time or money to make it down there, I just go through a real big mud puddle. No, no, this was like they're doing 60 and a 30, and there's a cop. The passenger flips the plate up because they're going to run him. He sounds like, <laughs> yeah. he sounds like somebody fun to run with. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's had uh, multiple motorcycle accidents oh, and, so. and stuff. So, you know. Yeah, moms are kind of protective, so I can see that. Yes, and I was kind of wild, too. Yeah. I mean, I she saw what I did on the bicycle. So wild. So but, yeah. it wasn't until 2019 that you thought about like uh, doing long an distance travel or, or longer, pretty much. Like, yeah, well, really I mean, first? I, yeah, because usually riding was just uh, I get the bike out and go for a ride and come back, put it away. I mean, just like dirt biking and stuff like that. Just yeah, snowmobiling. I mean. It was just kind of a um, a sport or hobby, like a yeah pastime, whatever. Yeah, a day thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, snowmobiles. Uh, we used to go away for a week, but it would it was like you, again, you would like leave the cabin. hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would leave the hotel or cabin, go ride the trails, and come back that night. It wasn't like point. Yeah, to you point weren't type carrying a. You weren't carrying a tent well snowmobiles most people don't most normal people or sane people don't like to camp in the snow so i can see well, not I, carrying yeah, a I, tent on your snowmobile <laughs> i could understand that yeah me too i hate cold Ooh. yeah but um, so when you did your first trip on a motorcycle how'd it go and and did it make you want more like funny because my first trip on the motorcycle was a total disaster uh-uh. we uh <laughs> it's true adventure i mean you weren't itchy boots you were squishy boots squishy boots yes <laughs> yeah uh, so what happened what happened on your first trip we intended to go to niagara falls uh, we had mapped out a ride up through the beautiful upstate new york Boy, I I really hope that you get to come here next summer so I get to share that with you because we're going to go on some of these roads and you're going to go, oh, my God, Chappie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'm excited. Like, it's going to be otherworldly to me. Yeah. um, We got halfway to our destination and uh, the weather turned. And it went from 78, 79, almost 80 to 48 and downpour. Oh, cold and wet. Yeah. Um, We both had. That's exactly what you planned for, right? (laughs) I had a rain suit and we were both in our rain suits. Uh, My waterproof gloves were not as waterproof. They were, I think, water resistant. So they were not as, yeah, so the, my hands were wet. Um, my feet, as you just said, squishy boots, my feet got wet. Uh, the wife's feet got wet. And it, it was like 48 degrees, and it was. So you're moving in the wind, it's cold, and you're wet. Yes. Okay, then I've got a, another question for you. What the fuck's wrong with you? So you continued to do it again, apparently, because we're on this podcast. Well, I mean, even even though we froze our ass off, we got to the hotel that night, and instead of riding in a thunderstorm the next day. No flux capacitors? No flux capacitors. So instead of, I mean, everything was still wet. 
you know, the boots and everything was wet. So you um, gave it a we had dry out. We had brought extra shoes because, you know, we were going to go to Niagara Falls. We wanted to walk around. We didn't want to walk around in motorcycle boots. So we hung all our soggy stuff. And then the next day we actually stayed an extra night at that hotel and we spent the day, we got an Uber, first time Ubering. We went to the Turning Stone Casino and spent the day there, got some good food. And you still had enough money to continue the trip after that? After you went to the casino? Oh, yeah, we're we're pretty good at uh, (laughs) keeping Well, no, I mean, (laughs) pretty much we had planned out four days. And when we had to spend an extra day, the trip was kind of yeah. lost. So, but you made the best of it, I guess. We, yeah, we did. And then um, we were blessed with a beautiful day on our ride home from that area and just the views and stuff like that. But it turned the wife into um, asking me to take her on another motorcycle trip for her birthday that following October. So, wow. Four, Three, three, four months later. So after the rainstorm, after squishy boots, after your wife wanted boots. to go again. Yeah, she had. That's awesome. I mean, even though we froze. So was it was it your ability to adapt or your attitude? Like what? what I think it was that? attitude. Because just listening to the first part of the story, most people, sane people would probably say, <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening again. Well, I mean, I wouldn't choose to ride in the rain like that. Right. I mean, for the most part, we were okay. Um, we stopped for gas. And uh, the insider pro tip, if you are got wet gloves, if you put a pair of, like, doctor gloves or plastic gloves, you know. Dr. Longfinger? Yeah, put those kind of gloves on and then put your motorcycle gloves over those. The wet doesn't get to your hands. So you don't turn into a prune. So it keeps your hands warmer. So that's a and good especially, tip. Yeah, and especially with uh, the hand warmers. I've you know, used, uh, got the I've used a sack, grocery sack. It's not quite as effective, but right. I use those on my feet actually sometimes. Yeah. But that's a good tip. Yeah, yeah we, we stopped there and uh, had a cup of coffee and got Warm under beverages. a little overhang, you know, so the wife went in and got coffee. And we just, we worked together. We overcame. That's you know, it was like deep. what Pete was saying when he was on the, that, that trip is memorable because memorable. Yeah. I can tell you exactly what happened from the moment we left the house to the moment we got home. I love that. I can relive that trip in my memory. Whereas the October trip that she asked for, we were supposed to go down the East Coast into Delaware and then work our way back through Intercourse and Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. (laughs) If you have Intercourse, you're not supposed to have Blue Balls. (laughs) Well, after you go through Intercourse, you enter Blue Balls. So. You I need to travel the other way and go through blue balls. Yeah, I guess balls you're supposed to come south. <laughs> you're supposed to come south through blue balls into intercourse. Oh my god. The the things people name down. Oh my god. Yes. Um and intercourse Pennsylvania is a big Amish community as well. No, oh, big, like growing population probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, yeah, so the hurricane coming up the coast. Ooh. Yeah, so we were like, oh, fuck. We okay, did yeah. this like four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it wasn't just training for a hurricane. You were like, no, no, thank you. But it was like that morning that, you know, it's like, okay, it, it's coming. It's not like going out to sea because they thought it was going to go out to sea. And it was like, what the hell? Yeah, they don't know shit. So I, I quickly went to the computer and started looking at the you know, the satellites and it's like, uh, holy shit. That trip we had planned for June to Niagara Falls is like 
There's no rain clouds coming for like a week and a half. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. So we ended up doing that trip then. That's uh, version 2.0. <laughs> yes. Well, I think you made a, a huge couple of points there. Um, you, you said that you made the best of it and that you worked together. Absolutely. And in it that was situation, which yeah. is a bonding thing. And I think that's key. I took my first long trip with my wife that, you know, this year, 13 days, just me and her on a bike in a tent, a couple hotels, but like, that's really close quarters. Right. Um, and so I was a little nervous, but man, we worked well together and stuff. And, and I found that attitude played a big part in it because let's just say we had plans and a lot of them weather or money or crowds or roads closed or snow in the way, you know, but we were adaptable and, and worked together, like you said, and, mm. and it, it turned out great. Um, now, if I was telling everything that went wrong to somebody, <laughs> they might be like, yeah, that's not for me. But in our case, and it sounds like yours, like it helped us grow together. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what, uh, I mean, for me, the traveling on the motorcycle, I don't know if I would want to do like a long distance travel alone. I mean, although it on the bike, it would be fine. But like when you stop sharing the dinner, sharing the, the, you know, the sights and all that kind of stuff to me and for my enjoyment sharing them with somebody, whether it's a, a really good friend, a spouse, a loved one, a child, family, you know, somebody, mm -hmm. whether they're on their own bike or whether they're on your bike, to me, that's more enjoyable. Like, yeah, I can do the NEBDR anytime I want, but I don't want to do it by myself. I'd rather do it with you or with a friend, you know, mm -hmm. I think it would be more enjoyable. And here's where the debate comes in. Chaffee starts ripping me a new No, I'm kidding. Hmm. Um, and I'm finding, and we talked about this before hitting the cord, but I'm finding, and don't laugh, people. I'm finding I'm not normal. <laughs> yeah, I'm normal. 48 and just figuring this out. But no. Um, you know, there's Tim Collins, uh, Amanda. There's YouTubers and, and just motorcyclists in general that will travel a week or sometimes travel the world alone and yeah you know there are so many different reasons we all travel there so i started as watching say tim or somebody traveling you know on their bike and going oh that looks cool but and then back to life right do 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 do, do little back to work do this and but uh and i would honestly i was scared to do anything solo um going to meet Tim. I had to stop because I was tired. I camped solo one night. Anyway, I find that I like maybe a seven to 10 day trip by myself. Um, it recharges me. Um, but on the flip side this year, I made it more of a priority to share, like take the wife more, take the dog, taking the dog is awesome. I mean, it's not another person, but he's my buddy. Right. And so I'm, I'm kind of seeing both sides, but I, I think that where you're coming from is more uh, normal more majority. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. I, when I, I'm, to... I've never called myself. I've been called a lot of shit in my life. Never normal has never been thrown at me, <laughs> but you know, you were saying you like people like my dad, he's an outdoorsman. He's camped, he's hunted, he's explored, hiked, but texting him back and forth today. I don't, I don't think, that he's ever gone solo. He, he's kind of a social guy. Like if you get in a group, he's right talking to everybody, you know, Same. and, uh, and, and so that charges him. And so there's, you know, I think the point of this whole thing is number one, I'm curious what, why you do it, why other people do it. And uh, maybe we touch on some things. People will be like, aha, I get that. Or, you know, not, like that <laughs> hey you said touch on things i know i know 
okay, Beavis, you can't laugh. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's kind of different. But I, as you're saying that, like, it's nice to get at the campfire and share it with somebody or, you know, be able to talk to somebody that night at camp or hotel or whatever you're doing and be like, oh, remember that deer that came over or that bighorn sheep or, you know, and, and relive it and hear their side of what they saw. because. You and I could be riding side by side down the same road for 10 miles, right? And then we stop at a stop sign and we're talking about it. And what you saw and experienced might be totally different on the exact same stretch at the exact same time can be yeah. totally different. So that brings a, a a more fullness to the experience, I guess. Yeah, well, and beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, what I find beautiful, you might find boring. And vice versa. Yeah. So, and, and having somebody, you know, that is not like a carbon copy of yourself along with you, you get to share different things, you know, like I know riding with Tim, he'll point out shit. I never would have noticed Tim. Never, he doesn't miss a waterfall ever. It's like, he's got this freaking magnet in him that just there's a waterfall. You know, I could drive by 10 of them. Just trying to keep up with him and we'll get stopped somewhere and he'll be like, Do you see that waterfall? Blah 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 blah. Hmm. Whereas like I might be focused, like if I see an eagle or a hawk, oh man, that's like I'm in I hear the sound of angels. Oh, you know. <laughs> and Tim might or you might miss those, right? So it just brings uh it can make it a more full experience. Absolutely. Socially I like the alone time because uh, I'm sure there's going to be a psychologist listening. They'll probably lock me up, whatever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, when I get in a group of people and it's not that I don't like people or, or anything like that, but if we're to function, especially if I don't know part of the people, like they're new to me, it like, it's like my stupid phone battery on a trip. It, I, you can just see it go down doo, 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 percent every freaking second. Yep. Whereas at home, my phone is fine all day, but um, so it drains me. And then I need to like go to my man cave and recharge, which doesn't seem to be the norm. So, but I like seeing the other things. And I think it's all about attitude and how you look at things um, is the, is a big part of motorcycle travel and or life right because a lot of shit happens to me on a daily basis that most people would be like god that sucks mm. i've learned <laughs> to laugh about it or in it in my head kind of turn it into a game or you know oh my god that was an adventure just going to get gas and freaking took me two hours because i missed this turn and this road was closed and then the stores cash register didn't work and i had to go to a different store and somebody might come home to their significant other after that and be like wah, 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 you know and to me i just i'm laughing about it sharing <laughs> but it took me a long time to get there you know yeah so yeah i, I i've taken the i mean especially in my old age um i know you are old because what happened yesterday I know this is in the future, but currently yeah. we're not in the future. Okay. Chappie had a birthday. Happy, happy yes. birthday. Do you feel wiser? No. No? Yeah. You feel faster? It's just, it's just a different, it's just another day. <laughs> That's kind of how birthdays get. Yeah. My son-in-law likes to say, have you ever noticed the older people get the faster they were? Like talking about their dirt bike days, or <laughs> I was so fast, I jumped so high. <laughs> now I'm turning into were. that person. I used to, I used to yeah. ride this trail at ninety. Now I do it at thirty. <laughs> you should tell them, and you'll be here soon, there, pal. Yeah, you'll be here soon. Well, I they got me a shirt. I think it was last Christmas, and it's great. It says, basically, you should you should beware of the dirt biker. That's lived to be an old man. <laughs> hmm. If you've lived that long, either you're a badass or really lucky or. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. The, 
Uh, 52 years old. Been riding since I was eight, and I have never broken a bone. Whoa. Well, I got you covered. I broke a few, so. <laughs> and I mean, I played football. I played hockey. I played, you know, baseball. Well, let me tell you, Chappie. Rhoda. You're not missing out. If, you, if you're feeling FOMO, like missing no, out. No, I'm not. Out, I'm just You're I'm not just missing out. It, it, it just sucks. <laughs> it's, uh, you know. So, like you said, some people are lucky, you know? Yeah. And I'll take luck any day over good. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's a cliche saying, but hell yeah, I'll take lucky. The only problem with luck is recreating it, right? <laughs> yes. It's hard to, hard to recreate, but yeah. Uh, another thing of travel that might be for all of us, maybe in common, I don't know, but uh, for me to go from my house to your house, quite a ways, right? So if I take my truck, the eight cylinder, it's going to cost me, especially right now, but it doesn't matter at any point. It's going to cost me a lot more in gas than if I hop on the BMW, I can travel the country to your house and, I mean, a fraction of the cost. Right. So, I mean, still it expensive. does make, if it's still expensive. Yeah. Right, right now it's like. Really expensive. Yeah. But it, it like, if I was going to take the truck versus oh, taking shit, the yeah. bike, it might make it more of a reality to my budget and situation to do it on the bike. Whereas the truck, it might just be a hard no. Like, I can't afford that. And then once I get there, you know, and so it'd be cheaper to fly. Yeah. The only problem with flying is you. I mean, it saves time. It can save money. Just, I like to experience the, the different, you know, when you go from a mountain to a, a meadowy arrow area or, you know, a right, rocky but, area. I mean, if you're doing it in the truck, if you're coming out here for a specific reason, um, with the price yeah. of gas and the gas mileage that you would get in the truck, you it might. would be cheaper for you to fly and rent and a car. And it's true. At this current current time, that is 100% true. But uh, I guess just motorcycles, you know, taking less gas can make some more travel possible for some of us. Absolutely. Not saying everybody lives on a budget, but, you know. Wow. Well, once you buy one motorcycle. On some sort of a budget. Yeah. And once you buy one motorcycle. Some the asshole in California that just won two fucking billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. I know. Some lucky one ticket. Cried. No. I, yeah. I, I don't think I would want that much money. Jesus Christ. So I, I already have a game plan. If I don't Cody, claim that I'll ever hard, be rich. You have a hard time dealing with what you've got. If you had that much money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we were watching this, <laughs> watching this thing on. I can't say his name right, but uh, I got referred to him a lot uh, when I had longer hair. But Keno Reeves, Keno, Keno Reeves, you know John Wick, Johnny Utah. <laughs> anyway, watching is he you know, from Utah? No, but oh. in uh, Point Break, he was character was Johnny Utah. And uh, they say he's just the nicest guy in Hollywood. So it's like, yes. oh, he one time saw a lady broke down and drove 50 miles out of his way because her car was broke down to take her somewhere, which is a cool thing to do. I'm not saying that. But my wife laughs. She goes, God, that's nothing. You went, you went 100 miles to get somebody in. They were in a mud pit, spent all day pulling them out, and then freaking... <laughs> And then you let somebody stay at your house when their bike broke down. So uh, my plan would be I'd try and like emulate Keno Reeves. I'd be like out helping people. <laughs> well, I mean, of he has a lot of his way to, to look for that stuff. No, it just, but if it comes up, he he's just people make guy, a big deal cool. out of it because there's so many people like him. And, and I mean, like, let it go to famous that would famous just like and have money. See right? somebody broke down, would just keep going, keep going. Yeah, not even notice it, probably. Right. 
Yeah, I just I thought that was cool, but yeah, that would be. He's my just plan. an he's just a, an average person. He lives his life like an average person, and that's what I love. I mean, yes. he's just real. Like, and he likes motorcycles, and he's Absolutely. in John Wick, so he's a win. But yeah, that's that's a lot of money, and with money comes responsibility. Also, I don't know if we've done an episode on this, but uh, maybe we could. Uh, Johnny told me once the things you own own you in some fashion or other. Oh yes, they do. Because I used to sit in his garage and look, and he literally had ten different dirt bikes. And you know, you're like, oh my god, that'd be so cool and all that. And he's all, yeah, it is cool. Not gonna lie, but think about this, Cody. That's ten bikes. When I ride, I have to replace those tires. When I need a new chain on one, I gotta replace plugs, it. Spark chain, plugs, oil, changing the oil air filters every year every year lovely state likes to you know get their property tax and i'm not saying don't have 10 bikes but the point being that much money it's a huge responsibility yeah saying it wouldn't be nice everyone that you're going to use you need to do maintenance and if it sits for x amount of time you need to go over it with a fine tooth comb before you ride it because a bolt might fall off, you know, because shit yeah. works loose. Some bolts falling off are a bigger deal than others. Mm-hmm. Especially, <laughs> I remember getting called. my bike back from a shop and they didn't tighten the fucking fork bolts. <gasps> I'm riding along, all of a sudden, my tire, my front tire is like, it's like the brakes are on, you know, like I'm holding the brakes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I get down there and I could spin it with my hand. <laughs> so, yeah, check your bolts. But uh, travel, travel too. There's people, Tim tells me all the time um, that I would grow as a person. This is a bad analogy. I'm not saying I'm racist in any form. You can call me that. I don't care. I've been called worse. But he said, like, if I traveled on a bike through or anyway, through different countries and stuff, as you meet people and they're so nice, like it changes you as a person. Changes your outlook. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of crave that, like, uh, on my path of life, I kind of feel like I need to grow in that way a little bit, like seeing different cultures and the way that they live their life and, you know, their daily routines and stuff. It kind of fascinates me, but, um, people travel just to see places, you know, like, yeah, Sammy and my wife would love to see Niagara Falls. Right. So that's, that's a reason to travel. Right. I used to travel just to get away from people. <laughs> Honestly, like as far remote as I could get all alone. And that's why you like camping, I think, so much. Yeah, I I do love it. It's but at the same time, so Tim isn't married and doesn't have children. He's kind of more perpetual and free. I I like right. that part of it, but you know, after 5 days, I mean I can't put a day on it, but say five days, sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's two, but I'm drawn back. Like, I don't hate people, but I just need a, I need a break. Right. So then I come well, back if you and want- I start missing the family or my dog or all <laughs> if of you, them. If you want to have family, you need to make appearance. Right. And that was honestly, when I started this adventure, you know, traveling BDRs and meeting Tim and stuff, my, my wife, she's a tough cookie and doesn't wear her what do they say on the wear sleeve? Her feelings on her sleeve yeah yeah but it came out eventually yeah, like it was a big concern of hers because she she started feeling like i just wanted that life right just being a nomad with no connections and so that for me has been a because my family is important to me a balancing act and i'm lucky that i had a understanding spouse Mm. But uh, maybe I, maybe someday I'll analyze that. We can talk about it or videos because not everybody's, you know, single and carefree and can just hop off and go. Right. But just because you have a family doesn't mean you can't also enjoy, you know, you just have to be creative. <laughs> yeah. And you just have to be mindful of um, you leave the wife at home with the two little kids and take off for two weeks. Uh, yeah, don't, don't come be, home. Don't yeah, don't come dick. home and then go riding for the where's weekend, my, too. Yeah, and then go, where's my dinner? Mm. You know, because we all know that guy. 
goes off on his freaking Alaska trip for a month or something, comes home and poor wife's had three kids in the principal's office, one in jail. <laughs> and he's like, where's my dinner? And then he goes freaking riding with his buddies. Yeah, don't don't be that guy if you wanna if you wanna have a fulfilling family, I guess. Yeah. Be mindful and and be adaptable. Like I started taking Amber, you know, this year. And I'll share a personal story. If you don't know. It was, <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's kinda, I know, but the face you made. Was, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it could be it could be humiliating to me, but in the end, it was it was like the biggest Shampoo? honor, honor, not as humiliating as the money shot. No, <laughs> but no. Um, so did that really were, happen? There's no video. I can't. There's no video. <laughs> <laughs> it was across Al, state lines. Oliver's too, so. like. Oliver's pulling his freaking car back onto the road right now. <laughs> that was awesome. No, but so we did the trip, you know, through Canada and Idaho. Um, but things were a little unstable around, I guess, the world. And I fell into a, a prepping, you know, uh, food storage and type deal, right? Like, I don't know. You can call it paranoia. You can call it being... You know, just worrying that someday the store won't have what I need in it. I don't know. But whatever. It's not being paranoid because there are not as much choices on the shelves as there used to be. Yeah. And I'll put it There's different levels. You know, some people, I don't know, my parents, they've been middle class or upper middle class. And my dad's retired. And it's weird to me. They're like ideals or not like. Anyway, that doesn't matter, but they they uh, they watch one news channel and they seem to think that the world is just fine and the sky is not falling at all. And then I've got other friends that are on the other spectrum that the sky is falling. You better take care of you and your family now, right? Right. I try to be in the middle. Sometimes I get pulled, honestly, farther down. <laughs> but anyway. I currently don't have a steady job. I wanted some food storage. Wait a minute now. And some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. You got a two-year steady job, pal. That's right. <laughs> and thanks to the Patreons, I can get some coffee, maybe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. Um. Anyway, long story longer, and I'll try and make it quick. But <laughs> my solution to hurry and, oh, my God, the sky's falling. We need some certain things. Uh, quickest thing in my mind would be the easiest to sell the BMW. It's winter here. I'm not going to use it for six months. If the sky doesn't fall, I can get a job, get another bike next year. This is my hurry up, fix it plan, right? Uh-huh. The Cody hurry and freaking make it worse plan. <laughs> but as I'm telling my wife in passing, because I'm like, she's going to be happy to have, you know, extra food or, you know, some money set aside or whatever for anything. Uh, I get silence and then I get the look and then I got tears. So, uh, as I said, she doesn't wear a heart on the sleeve, but come to find out she was like really upset because she really, really enjoyed taking off with me and the trip. And, and I knew she didn't hate it, but, I was just like, okay, she enjoyed, you know, a vacation. I didn't know she enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I wanted her to enjoy it that much. That was the intent, but she's hard to read. I've been married to her for almost 30 years. Jeez. I I didn't know. So anyway, stupid story. Tried to fix something that wasn't broken. And but the point being that man, she really enjoyed it. So you were thinking of the family. And making yeah. sure that, you know, because who, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, the 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 stores, I mean, who would have yeah. thought that you, you'd try to go to a store at 7 o'clock at night and it'd be closed because they don't have workers? Yeah. But unemployment yeah, I mean, rate is, like, non-existent. Yeah. I, I, don't, I really don't My understand son-in-law is a how foreman. that's possible. He's 25, I think. He's a freaking 
foreman at a big electrical company. And uh, he's told me they'll hire people and they'll come one day. And then the next day they just don't show up. They don't answer the phone. Nothing. It's, it's crazy, you know, but I'm not trying to be a downer. I just, and I've always been a buy toys now, live now, and we'll worry about it later guy. So when, yep. when I'm telling my kids, let's hold off on, you know, a camper or another bike or something, it's kind of crazy coming from me. It's like, <laughs> right. they look at, they look at me like, who the fuck am I talking to? <laughs> but there is an upside. If you're an adventure rider, motorcycle camper, yada, yada, there is a huge upside in discord. We've kind of touched on it a little bit. A lot of the stuff you have for your, if you camp as you ride, yep. if you cook your stuff as you ride, all this stuff doesn't necessarily require power. So no, I'm not saying the sky has to fall, but I mean, I've lived here and we've had 24 hours with no power, you know, a snowstorm or a windstorm comes through. You never know. But now I've got a little jet boil heater. I can fry up some eggs. I can... I can cook yep. in a mountain house. If I've it got seen. freezing cold, you can set your tent up in a small room with your family, crawl in your sleeping bags. It's just interesting to me because I was watching all these prepping videos and quote unquote city preppers were saying if you have no heat, you know, power's out, yada, yada, and you're really cold, depends where you live, but get in the smallest room, set your tent up. Crawling there, you're, if you got down sleeping bag, whatever, because that tent will hold some heat in and the smaller room. So, I mean, I know that's huh. that's probably for a lot of people. Oh God, Cody's gone crazy. I no, but feel that's kind of responsibility to. Okay, so I'm worst case scenario dude right now, right? but I just learned this myself, and I thought, hey, let's share it. Hopefully we never need to do any of that. Hopefully you always have power and, and all right. that, but just thinking outside the box, because I know life gets busy. People work, people have families. You don't think about this shit until it happens. And then that's I know people around here um, that have had ice storms or whatever, take power lines mm-hmm. out and they've gone without power for seven, 14 days. So, yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, if you don't have a generator like that Texas thing, they didn't expect ice whatever i think it was last mm. year year before a lot of texas was freaking out of power for quite a while anyway i'm not trying to say the sky's falling that's up to you to judge but i'm just saying i hope they don't have electric cars <laughs> oh boy we could have a whole nother podcast about that stuff, yeah. but we won't <laughs> um no but just hop on discord tell us why you travel because i'm I think we're both generally curious. Yeah. There's no right or wrong answers. I just want to know what no, kind of I mean, gets your blood pumping, right? Why you why you hop on the in the saddle. Agreed. Yes. And uh you can use that discount code throttle ADB to pick up some uh sweatshirts to keep you warm, some dry bags, t shirts, beanies. I wear my Motatomic beanie every day. You know what the world needs, Chappie? What? There used to be a commercial, the world needs a Coke or something like that. What the world really needs is a hug. And you can get a hug at a discount. And it's the best hug you'll ever have that doesn't end in sex. And if it does, I don't want to know what you do with your hoodie. But the gas can hoodie is the best hug. And you can get yourself one at a discount. Throttled ADB, Motatomic. Or... You can tell that to your significant other, your children, and their children, and everyone you know, and hope that you get one for Christmas. <laughs> yes. Same with Motocamp Nerd. You I, can I send you. them links. You can send them links. Look, hint, 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 and tell them you get a discount. <laughs> I was just going to say that uh, the Motocamp hoodie, I, ever since I've gotten it, I have looked Every time I go into a store, I go over to the hoodies and I feel them. And it's like trying to recreate the hug. You can't do it. No, nothing compares. I mean, I bought a hoodie at a a concert. It was a hundred freaking dollars. And and I do love the hoodie because it's five finger death punch, but it's like a quarter of the hug. 
it's a cheat yeah. and it costs way, way more. Yeah. And I wear holes and shit. I'm rough on clothes, everything. I'm rough. Still, knock on wood, years later, no holes. I, 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 I hope I didn't just one. jinx myself, but yeah, and I do have a second one. But I mean, they're quality and they're great. And if you're in your tent with your family inside your bedroom and shit, the sky has fallen, you need a hug because it'll help keep you warm too. Yeah. And, I, you, I, and you'll look sexy for your significant other. Yeah. The truth to the story, uh, I did not buy my first gas can because I'm not a hoodie guy. You know why? It was fate. Yes, Dan, Dan sent me fate. one as a thank you for, because we were shouting him out on the podcast. He sent me a hoodie as a thank you, and it was uh, love at first touch. I took it out of the bag, and the wife was like, <laughs> oh, you don't like sweatshirts. Is that mine? And I f- just feeling the quality of the thing and how soft it was, and it was like, uh, you want I don't to think be a so. Nice guy. I don't think so. <laughs> So I put it on and it was like, oh, I'm going to have to order you your own. <laughs> I ended up buying her one, but I did buy my, I did buy a second one because I, I've worn it so much that mine is showing some wear and tear. Yeah. And, and that was on my mind. Actually, I need to, I need to order another one because, you know, depending where you get your information, maybe the sky's falling supply chain might blah, 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 blah. One thing I don't want to be with out for the rest of my life. Is my gas can hoodie. I'm not just causing hype. I mean, yeah, it's like my uh, Charlie Brown. There's that is it Linus that carried the blanket or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, Linus. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel about my damn freaking hoodie. I just want it everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and like I said, I I've gone every time I'm in a store, I go to the hoodies and do a thorough inspection and i have not found any even remotely close in quality i, I will second that and if i do find one i will be honest i'll tell but yes I have not i love it but yes also uh you can uh go on over to moto camp nerd as cody was was saying and use that discount code all camping supplies and yes find a link to something, send your link to your friends and whatnot. Yes. Actually, I think Moto Camp Nerd, you can actually build a wish list. A kit. Oh, a wish list. Beautiful. I, I, Beautiful. I, I, I may be wrong, but I could have swore I saw where you could. If like, not, he should. Like things and it put it in. Speaking of wish lists. As long as you log into the website. I am going to go to my Amazon account. I'm not big time enough to have a two wheels in a tent one yet, but I'm going to go make a wish list. So I'll leave it in the links of, of my video. Oh, of stuff that you want people to. Yeah. Oh, if, if they so wanted to, you know, like a whole uh, GoPro hero nine, 10 or 11. <laughs> no, uh, I thought but, you were yes, going to go away from GoPro. Well, I was, but uh, to be honest, Hollywood blessed me with a, a hero nine because you may have noticed my Canada videos are not out yet. Hmm. Uh, well, you know that I film a lot, so that's part of the reason. Editing's a bear, but oh, uh, yeah. I did have the Hero 7, so I've got a lot of footage where I get the first 30 seconds of footage and audio, and then it freezes on the frame, and yep, you hear the audio for 10 minutes. And yep, I, I have a couple of It's the of those. biggest trip of my life <laughs> with my wife, you know? It's like most epic thing maybe i'll ever do in my life so i was going away from gopro but chris sent me this nine to try and oh, it knock on wood it's it's awesome and i've been doing it 4k it is like amazing okay this this might be a pro tip are you using a sd card bigger than 64 you did tell me that pro tip yeah. and i have listened so uh, since I got the nine, I have not used like the one twenty eight. Yeah, because unless cars, it's a specific, and I, I'm trying to use the they have different speeds, right? I didn't know that for a little while. Yeah, I'm an idiot, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's being it's being pretty darn good. So the cool thing is the nine, ten, and eleven take the same uh, uh, 
battery case. Oh, a media mod and and nine and ten take the same battery. I don't know about the eleven. It's too new for me. But I don't know. Anyway, I think I'll ask Chappie to put his Amazon wish list, my Amazon wish list, down there just for fun. Not expecting you guys to do nothing, but that was a Tim tip. He said, "I noticed you don't have a a wish list on your description." I was like, "What are you talking about?" So, well, how do you expect to get any help from people if you don't oh, I'm your show videos. what you want? Like, I mean, it makes sense. All the girls, you know, my girls and my wife, they go to all these parties or, you know, uh, what do they call them? The showers. Oh, people yeah. People are having babies or wedding gifts. And oh, I yeah, thought they yeah. just went and got what they wanted to get their friend, but apparently they register these things. Uh, registry, and, yeah. yeah. They have so. uh, baby registries and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Last pro tip. If uh if work's getting mundane and life's kind of got you down, whatever, if the weather permits, sometimes just riding your bike to and from work doesn't have to be an epic adventure travel, but I mean it can make a regular day into a quite fun day. So mm. yes, I don't know if, if that's you're... a pro tip or a beginner tip. I don't know. And if you're living up in the north where... <laughs> Riding is impossible at this time of year or getting to that. And you want to do some maintenance, but you're not quite sure on some of the, the things that you want to do. Uh, you can, there's a link down in the description for Bmodo, Bmodo.com. Uh, Most definitely. Downtime in the winter is the perfect time to get your bike ready to rock. Not when your buddy calls you on the first warm day of next year and you realize, oh, shit, I need new suspension or I need this or that. Right. Do it now through the winter. And Paul over there at Booty Che, he's like a mad scientist in there. I love it. I love what he's done to my bike. Uh, I, I posted a video yesterday of a dirt bike ride. It's older. It was pre-B-Moto, but it actually kind of led to me finding bimoto <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah does great work and also he employs kind of our our buddy pocket pete mr janitor so mr. Janitor. it can help you out with your bike it can help paul stay in business and it can keep paul or paco pete off the street yes so keep us safe people Send and shit to Bimoto. <laughs> keep him from falling out of uh, bicycle rickshaws. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At two o'clock in the morning or some shit. As long as he doesn't fall off the ferry. And no, I'm not referring to any of the camping <laughs> things that went on, okay? Paco Pete has to take a ferry to get to the shop. And he sends a lot of photos of the water and stuff. And I'm just like, hold on to the fucking rail, buddy. We like you, Paco. <laughs> yes. Don't fall off the ferry into the water. Yeah. That's embarrassing, even more so than shampoo. Yeah. So uh, Paul over at Bmoto is a race tech certified suspension technician. If you've never done your suspension on your bike, oh, my God. Yes. They it's also one of the biggest improvements. Coat. Cerakoting not only helps keeps the outside clean and it looks cool, different colors and whatnot, but uh, they can use it internally to put heat into different places and yeah, kind of coating proof your bike. Yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to or talk to Paul Paul about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Pete. It's like now I do the same just thing. Show you, Paul show your Pete. Off. Paul yeah. Pete. But yes. Although, be uh, careful, you might call and hear uh, some air going on. Yes, but uh, <laughs> Paul can let you know uh, what coatings to use in different areas to yeah. disperse heat and stuff. Now, so. I got my engine back from them, and I've only been blessed with a couple rides since, which have been great, but knock on wood again. When I send it to him, it was blown up, but pre-blowing up, my bike was getting hot all the time. And yes, I changed and checked the antifreeze. I have a fan that turns on, yada, yada. 
since I got it back, I've pushed it just as hard or harder. And knock on wood, it has not like smoked overheated once. Nice. So he knows what he's doing. That's it. Yes. Alrighty. One more episode. Uh, yes. For next week's episode. Yeah. So the that episode will come out after the holiday. So yeah, so uh, when you're feeling like Thanksgiving stuffed or you're yeah. eating leftovers, hopefully that's my favorite day is the next day. Yeah. Everybody's gone and I just get a freaking chow down on the leftovers. Just wanna say now the I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And you join us for... uh, Yes, here on Throttled Adventures, when we invade your ear holes, we still call it motherfucking Thanksgiving, okay? Deal with it. 